0: Oh uh-huh. You welcome to another episode of Warrior of the Word with Jess Troya. I am just Troya, and this is so exciting. I'm so excited, as always, to be here with you on a Thursday morning, just appreciating God for just who He is. We greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And welcome if this is your first opportunity to listen to our podcast. Welcome again. I am Just Troy, and this is the Warrior of the Word, and we're here with you every Thursday morning. Today, as we're talking, following up on, on the series, Living on Purpose, as of last week, uh, week before last, and uh, how do we move forward in this COVID environment? And um, as I was studying, God gave me two women from the Bible, uh, two different women in the Bible, Lot's wife and the woman with the issue of blood and how they move forward in their situation. But before we do any of that, let's go ahead and pray because that's what we need to just give God some honor and some praise this morning and give honor where honor is due. So we want to pray right now. So every eye bowed and every head closed, God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for another Thursday that you did not think it robbery to allow us to be a part of, to still be on this side, to see another day. Lord God, we thank you that you blessed. Us. God, with the activities of our limbs and that we can make uh, wrongs right and continue just worship you today because we had that opportunity. Now, God, as we prepare for this particular podcast study, we ask that you remove all of us and that you increase in the midst of the people so that they will hear what you would have them to hear and nothing of Troy, Lord God. I and mean, we're remiss if we didn't pray for those who have lost loved ones this week, God. We're asking that you touch them right now, God. This is a difficult time in our Country, in our world, in our nation, this globally with this pandemic, God, we ask that you just rain down your healing power, Lord God, on. All people, we are your creatures. So we're asking that you do just that, God, and heal your land, Lord God. And we just thank you. We appreciate you again for the opportunity just to just to expound on your word, Lord. We love you, we honor, we you, bless you, and all these things we say in your blessed son, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So again, a couple of weeks ago we talked about living on purpose and what that means. As we begin to recognize that we need to move forward in those things that God has ordained for us to do and with that so how do we move forward like i said as i was preparing for that for my saturday soul school saturday the Bible make easy course that's on facebook live god gave me the example of two women and how different their response was to when god told them to move or when they needed something from god or in this pandemic we are at home we We're locked in. We don't know what tomorrow's going to bring, but we have an opportunity because God has given us free will to decide how our attitude, what attitude or what posture we're going to use as we move forward through this pandemic. And the first one being of Lot's wife. And we find Lot's wife in Genesis 19, verses 17 and 26. And this is in the Old Testament. For those who don't know how the Bible is breaking down, there's Old and there's New Testament. Genesis is the first book of the Bible. It's the book, and it's the book of creation. And it was uh, widely reported that Moses was the author of this particular book, and he was the one writing the stories that were in the book of Genesis. But anyway, verse 19, 17, and 26, it reads as thus: And it came to pass when they had brought them forth abroad that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plains, escape to the mountains, lest thou be consumed. But his wife looked back from behind him, and she became a pillar of salt. That's Lot's wife. Lot is the nephew of Abraham, who was a father of faith. That book is in Genesis telling us a really good read about the father of faith and his relationship with his nephew. And the other woman that we're going, and we'll get back to Lot's wife. I'm not skipping around. I just want to make sure that we get the scriptures out. The other scripture that we were referencing, was Luke 8, 43 through 48, and it talks about the woman with the issue of blood, and for time's sake, I'm only going to read the first and last verse, well, we'll see. And a woman having an issue of blood of 12 years, which she spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any, came behind and touched the border of his garment, or the hem of his garment, and immediately her issue of blood was snatched or stopped. That's verse 44, now go to verse 45, we'll just read the whole thing, and it says, Jesus said, Who touched me? Then all denied. Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude thronged against thee and pressed thee, and thou sayest, Who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody has touched me, for I perceive that virtue is gone out of me. But when the woman saw that she was hid not, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him, and how she immediately was healed. and he said unto her daughter be of good comfort that faith has made thy the whole go in peace two women two separate incidents two different lifestyles and life challenges for Lot's wife let's discuss last wife first last wife was a woman of means and she was, by all accounts, Lot had prestige in Sodom and Gomorrah. If They had two daughters. She was well known in her community and basically she had a lot to lose. So when the angels came and told Lot, you need to go, you take your family, you need to go, we're going to destroy the city, Lot's wife had a lot to lose. She had to think, she had a lot of things physically and materialistically to lose and she had to decide. She had a decision to make at that moment. Am I going to care more about the stuff or my salvation that's trying to deliver me to the next promise that God has for me? Now again, that's a lot like some of us. We look back. We want to see that That we think that we know that grass. We know that particular pasture grass is comfortable for us and we look at it and it's like okay, I'm going to stay right here because I know this pasture land. I don't know where you're taking me. So I think I'm going stay here, even though you're destroying everything around me to try to help me to understand that there's nothing going to be here. If there's nothing here for me, we still hold on to the ashes and we still hold on to the dirt and because we know that piece of dirt and we don't know what's ahead of us. Even though God is ahead of us, if we look at it, if she would have just held on, she would have seen that God had a provision made for her. And in fact, her husband asked The angels, if it was okay for them to go to a particular town that they would have thrived in. But because she was so involved in Sodom, she had to look back. And when she looked back, that was the very thing that kept her stuck and that's the very thing she turned to this pillar of salt and she was stuck there and a lot of us when we keep looking back we get stuck and we get complacent and we stay right there it's just like like we're a pillar of salt we can't move forward because we're too busy looking backwards instead of forward to the word of God and forward looking ahead and see what God is doing so that was last wife that was last wife so let's go to another story this story of the woman with the issue of blood again that's in a testament and we find her in luke she's in another a few other books but luke really gives a really good depiction of who she was and what she was trying to do and what she was doing here we have this woman who at one point most likely had means did have money because it kept saying she lost all that she had when she went to try to be healed of this issue of blood 12 years spent all of her money she had nothing left and she was considered at this point an outcast in in society back then in that di- that time frame, a woman was um, considered unclean if she was um, bleeding, so she had to hide herself. She was not permitted to be in society with her issue. What I love about her is that she was determined. Excuse me to find a healer for her issue but she said and then she heard about this jesus and how he was healing people and she was like if i can just get to him i will be made whole if i can just i can hear her framing up in her mind again two different people two different attitudes one who had everything materialistically to lose and one who had already lost everything last wife, i have a lot to lose I don't know what this grass looks like. I have a lot to lose. What with the issue of blood? I have nothing to lose. I have nothing else but to do but to focus and trust God at this point. And some of us, where we are right now, particularly in this COVID environment, locked in, locked down, a lot of us are saying, oh my gosh, what do we do? How do we do this? It's too much. (laughs) I'm going to lose all of my mind. But somewhere in us, we know that if we can just get to God, if we can get to Jesus, we know that. Everything will be okay. Much like this woman with the issue of blood. She heard about this Jesus, but then she had to make a decision. I've tried all of man's remedies. I've done all that they said I'm supposed to do. When this one, this, it goes, I want to see this specialist. I want to see this specialist. I want to do this one and this one. And I I met with this doctor and this doctor. All they did was just take my money. And I I saw I have no, they they took my money with no heal. I put my faith and my trust in them and they did nothing but just took my money. In this environment, a lot of us, they don't know, we hope that they know what's going on and we hope that they get the right medication. We hope that they do the right thing. But sometimes they're just taking our money and they're less concerned about the overall effect of the medicine or the diagnosis and the cure. For what's supposed to be ailing us, and they're more concerned about taking someone's money. We see it all the time. We see it all the time. But again, back to that—that's another conversation for another time. But now we're talking about this woman with the issue of blood. Her sheer determination to get a healing in this environment right now. We need to be laser focused in on God. That's been my—that's th- been the words of God that I have been saying for most of the Saturday Soul School Saturday sessions. Laser focused. And that's it. Because she said, listen, the woman with this, she said, listen, this is what I'm going to do. I'm unclean. People cannot see me or I'll be thrown out of the city. So I have to be strategic about this thing. I got to get to God, but I got to be strategic in my way of doing it. I have to be strategic and unseen. I need to be almost like a ninja. I need to get to my goal.'" But I can't let anybody see me getting to my goal. So in order for that to happen, she had to be very strategic. She had she got on hands, knees, probably belly. Everybody knows I was in the military. We had high crawl and low crawl. She probably was low crawling, which just means you're just on your belly. You're pulling yourself by your legs and your arms. High crawl is when you're on your elbows. But, you're, but when you're low crawling, you're using your hands to pull you to your destination and your feet to pull you to your destination destination. So can you imagine in your mind's eye, this woman with all of these hundreds of people around, dodging feet on her belly, on her stomach, low crawling, just to get to the hem of Jesus. She said, I don't need to touch his whole body. I don't need his hand to heal me. I know that there's enough Jesus and God' healing power in all that He touches. The only thing, and He's wearing His clothes, so if I can just touch the hem of His clothing, I'm certain that that would be enough to heal me. That's the attitude of faith and praise that God is looking for us in this particular time, God. Even if I don't see your, if I don't see Your face, I may not see Your face, but I can get to the healing if I can touch the hem of Your garment, God. My attitude is this. My faith is going to propel me to seek your hem, not your face. Because you have enough virtue in your hem of your garment to do the thing that I need you to do immediately in my life. So she touches Jesus. (laughs) And you've heard the story. When she touched him, immediately she was healed. Immediately. And what's interesting was he says out loud, Jesus says, "Who?" touched me. And because his disciples didn't understand the magnitude and the power that Jesus held within his body and that it transferred onto his clothing, they didn't understand the power that was in this man that anything he wore was blessed. They said, of all these people that are here, you're asking me what one person has touched you, and there's hundreds of people have been touching you. Which means hundreds of people didn't have the faith of that woman that was crawling on her belly to him. Thank you, God. I just that just came to me. Hundreds of people were there. And he recognized one person. Individual who touched him. One individual who had extraordinary faith. And when he said he had the school them, he said, "You don't get it." And I'm paraphrasing. Somebody touched me. How do I know? Because my virtue, the essence of who I am, left me. My virtue went to the need. My virtue healed. My virtue gave peace. My virtue restored. My virtue left me apart. A part of somebody took something from me that they needed. That's how I know that somebody touched me because her somebody's faith, somebody's faith ignited, somebody's need ignited my virtue. And because Jesus said what he said, she was forced to now reveal herself to him, which was dangerous all in her cuz Remember, we said that because of her of her state of bleeding, she was no longer allowed to be amongst the community. So she was at risk of getting into serious trouble, but she had to reveal herself because she stopped Jesus in his track, and she had to reveal herself. And when she stood up and she said, it was me, I did it. And immediately I was made whole. So I was just trying to get to you. Cause I needed a healing. I needed my situation to change. And I've tried everything else. I've tried everyone else, but I haven't tried you. I'm trying you now. And because of it, God said, Jesus said to her, daughter. And I love that because again, remember at the beginning of the story, she was a certain woman. Some Bible translations say a woman. But at the end of the story, because of her faith, not only was she healed physically, Jesus restored her back to her rightful place in society because she was no longer a certain woman he called her daughter which means he welcomed her back into the house of faith because of her faith he said now go in peace so what does all this have to be what am i saying we have a choice today we have a choice we have a choice that we can act like last wife and remember the olden days and get stuck because we don't want to move forward. Or we can look, we can can focus our gaze on our goal and understanding that our goal is tied to our faith in Jesus Christ. And we have to sometimes understand that we may have to crawl on our bellies to get to our promise. And our promise is in Christ Jesus. And when we touch the hem of his garment, it's going to ignite Jesus. Us in heaven to look over at his daddy and say, daddy, somebody touched me. And he's going to say, well, son, how do you know that out of all the millions of people who were on quarantine right now through this COVID pandemic, how do you know who it was who touched you? Because daddy, my virtue has left me. That one faithful person, that virtue, my virtue left me because of that one person. And because they had their minds and their, their attitude Focused on us and not the they didn't look at the circumstance. They clawed their way to us. And that's all God is to do to do today is keep our eyes on him and have the faith to understand and to know that God is our sustainer, God is our healer, God is our way maker, God is our Jehovah Rapha, our Jehovah Nisi, our Jehovah Shalom. But the question is yours, and I'll leave this question with you as we prepare to have prayer. Who are you going to be wife or the woman with the issue of blood? Be blessed. Now, Liz, we're going to go ahead and pray out. Father God, we come to you, Lord, just thanking you again for another day to expound on your word, Lord God. We thank you that you have given us your word so that we can get to know you a lot better. But God, now as we start to move from COVID and we start moving forward, God, we're asking that you sharpen our attitudes so that we do not get stuck like Lot's wife and we don't remember what life looked like pre COVID, but that we look forward into what you have laid ahead for us and the blessings that. That you have for us and if we have to crawl on our bellies we're going to do just that to get to you and you and only you because we want to hear your son Jesus Christ when he says who touched me because my virtue has left me who touched me because my healing power has left me who touched me my peace has left me who touched me we want to be able to hear Jesus say that but we also want him to hear him say his daughter son your faith has made you whole to go in peace So God, now as they go on about their day, we ask that you allow them to go in peace. We appreciate you and we love you. Yes, we say all these things in your blessed Son, Jesus' name. Amen. And it is so. Thank you again for tuning into another episode of Warrior of the Word with Just Troya. Again, I am Just Troya. Please follow me everywhere at Just Troya. My website, www.justtroya.com. You can, again, Saturday Soul School is 11 o'clock on Facebook. We're, we're, we have some other announcements that are coming up soon. We're dealing with the grief, I was invited to co-host a Grief, Loss, and Coronavirus podcast. That's also on Facebook. But more importantly, subscribe. I would love for you to subscribe to my podcast and you'll get a notification every week uh, when it's releasing. Um, But also... I am on WLAB107.com, WLAB107.com, The Rev. I am on there on Thursdays. Shout out to that radio station. And we're just, again, we're just really excited to see what God is doing in this time. Please feel free to go onto my website again, www.justtroy.com and leave a comment or if you need prayer just go ahead and put it in the connect with us section and the prayers I and mean, again i tell everybody the prayers come to me and me alone no one else sees them so we are here and we are praying and so with that said until we meet again next week have a blessed week and just know that i love you on purpose and as the song says i am somebody be blessed we love it we love you have a a wonderful day.